Well, good morning, and welcome to another reading of the Bible. We're jumping back into Acts chapter 8, and today is a day where we don't have to talk about someone being killed for their faith or someone being a Christian killer. We get to talk about something joyful, and that is the gospel spreading once again. And if you remember several chapters ago, there were these guys, and they were uh, the widows were being neglected, and so these guys were appointed to feed them, to take care of them, to oversee that. They're deacons or overseers or something like that that you might call them. Stephen was one of them, and Stephen, of course, just just died. Well, Philip was one of them too, and we're going to read about Philip. So it starts in chapter 8, verse 4. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. I'm just going to pause. Is Philip the only one who spread the gospel? Absolutely not. Verse 5 says, Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria. Meaning, this is just one example, one that's written down. There are probably hundreds, if not thousands, of other examples that God knows in his infinite wisdom, but we don't know because it was never written down for us. Verse 6, Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims, and many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in the city. Think about this. Those kind of things are the things that we saw Jesus do. And in the early part of Acts, there are things that we saw the apostles do. Philip is not an apostle, and he's not Jesus. He is a follower. He is a disciple. Sure, he was a godly man who had great respect among the community. We know that about him when we read it earlier. But he's not an apostle, and he's not Jesus. And why do I bring that up? Because we're not apostles, and we're not Jesus. But we can do great things too. God can do great things through us. And I think the Spirit, was, through Philip, was trying to communicate to us that God wants to use each one of us to do great things too. Uh, there's a story in the Old Testament where this guy is riding a donkey. He's a prophet. He's riding a donkey. And the donkey sees this angel and won't go in. And the, the, uh, he like won't go forward because he doesn't want to get killed by the angel or whatever. So the donkey sees the angel, but the prophet doesn't. It's a very weird story. And the interesting thing is the prophet starts beating the donkey. He's yelling at him and he's telling him to go and he's smacking the donkey. And eventually the donkey turns around and starts talking to him. And basically saying, look, there's an angel there. We're not going forward. And I bring that up because if God can use a donkey to preach the word of God, Jesus says he'll raise up stones if we won't preach the the word of God. God can use you to preach the word of God, to tell people about the good news. So that as it says in verse 8, there was great joy in the city. God can use each one of us to do miraculous things, to share the gospel, and that great joy can be had. Joy is not happiness. Joy is this deep uh, uh, contentment in God that you can really uh, overcome amazing things. Like think about happiness is dependent upon your situation. If you get an A on the test, you're happy. If you get an F on the test, you're unhappy. Joy is I did everything that I possibly could to study for that test. It doesn't matter what grade I got because I know that I worked as hard as I could. And I find joy that God, I am God's son or daughter more than I am a student of that test. 
See, joy is different. It's separate from circumstances. It's rooted in God. And these people, for the first time, found that. So today, I'm going to close this up, and I just want to pray for us each to be the kind of people that Philip was, to believe that God can use the Spirit to move through us. God, you are the God of wonders. You are the God who created everything. Nothing is separate from you. And yet, for some reason, you chose to use worthless people like me, like us, who have no qualification yet by the fact that we're full of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that you would reveal that simple truth to each one of us so that we could find joy in the fact that we're your son and your daughter, that we have a relationship with you, that whatever we're facing in this life is nothing compared to the eternal joy that we're going to have with you in the next life. God, use us in a mighty way. Put people in front of us. God, I pray for those people that are like Saul, that are broken, that are hurting, that are fighting against you, God, that we would be the light that gets to come into their life and help them to turn towards you. God, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.